You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season three. It's episode seven, the philosophy of Craig Council, part Two, don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. And don't forget to give us a five-star review. In this segment, Crawley interviews Alex Cohen, play-by-play voice of your Iowa Cubs, who recently was named the 2023 Digital Broadcaster of the Year. We talked to Alex about the award and his career in broadcasting. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, I'm happy to have on our old friend Alex Cohen, play-by-play broadcaster of the Iowa Cubs. Alex, long time no see. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, the only thing that would be better if it was about mm, 30 degrees warmer with uh, not a foot of snow on the ground. But you know, also, aside, aside from that, we're doing all right. It also would have been better if there wasn't a massive snowstorm and you got to go to CubsCon with us. No. Man, we missed you. I know. Mother Nature was not compliant. Uh, I was ready to fly on Friday and, and come hang out with you guys for the weekend. But, uh, yeah, Mother Nature had other plans, unfortunately. All right. Well, I invited you on the show because you received a prestigious award, the 2023 Digital Broadcaster of the Year Award from Baseball Digest. How did you find out that you won this award? Yeah, so they called me about a week and a half ago and just said that, uh, yeah, you were nominated and then you were honored as the 2023 Ballpark Digest Broadcaster of the Year. And, you know, that's an award that you know, I've seen you know, many people win. Uh, you know, Melanie Newman, Baltimore Orioles, Mick Gillespie, Tennessee Smokies, part of our Cubs family, uh, you know, a guy who I looked up to, you know, and Mick, and then Steve Klauke, who helped get me into this industry. He won uh, with the Salt Lake Bee about 10 15 years ago so it was uh it was quite an honor it is quite an honor and it's something that you know i definitely wasn't expecting i definitely didn't vote for myself definitely didn't slide anybody venmo payments uh (laughs) but i got it all organically and you know it's been uh it's really been an incredible week hearing from people getting the honor the article coming out uh then being able to to talk to people about it now, Alex, I've had a chance to talk to a lot of broadcasters, and, and there's usually some sort of influence on them, the people that maybe, you know, were kind of like the soundtrack of their baseball yep. life, whether it was Vince Scully or Jack Buck, or for a lot of us here in the Chicagoland area, Harry Carey. Yep. Uh, who was the man that kind of influenced you as far as baseball, baseball broadcasting when you grew up? Yeah, uh, I, I think that's kind of an evolving question. Um, yeah, I remember growing up in Philadelphia early in my life, uh, listening to Phillies games, Harry Callis for the Phillies, Merrill Reese for the Eagles. So I listened to them all the time. But now, you know, being with the Cubs organization for you know almost 25% of my life, <laughs> listen to Pat Hughes every game. Um, and Pat's a Hall of Famer and for good reason. So you listen to Pat, you do what he does, odds are you're going to be okay. So I think – you know, current influences, most recent influences, 
I got to go with the Cubs broadcasters, Pat Hughes, you know, Len Casper, obviously he was a big influence. Uh, Boog Shambi, I think is one of the best TV broadcasters in baseball. So, you know, I think the city of Chicago has done it pretty well for quite some time. And just listening to those voices on my day off, on my bus rides, on my plane rides, to really help craft what I want to do into, you know, being the broadcaster that I want to be. Now you broadcasted about any sport you could at Indiana University, Bloomington and then you moved on to your first baseball-related internship with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. How did that internship affect the way you felt about working in baseball? Well, I, I knew for a long time that I wanted to work in baseball. Uh, when I went to Indiana University, you know, did student radio, but the goal in mind was to call baseball games. Played baseball in high school. Uh, when I was in high school, I was broadcasting, as you said, you know, everything I could get my hands on. You know, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, swimming, anything. But I played baseball in high school. So baseball was the last sport that I broadcasted. But I knew pretty quickly that, you know, that was a route that I was going to go towards. And then in the two years with the Lehigh Valley Iron Picks, just kind of going through the baseball grind, the you know, 150 games in 162 days and getting to know the broadcast teams, the players, the coaches, the staff. It, it's just one big, most of the time happy, sometimes not so happy <laughs> family, but um, you learn to love it and really encompasses all the definitions of, of love. I mean, you adore it, you live it, you breathe it, you, there's blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. And that was 2009 and now it's 2024. So simple math. I mean, it's been 15 years and, you know, still in it and still love it. Uh, that, that's, that's the thing right there. And, and so you broadcast some independent ball in 2011 yep. and then in the off season, you were doing some basketball for the new Jersey Institute of technology Highlanders. Right. I bet that was fun to say on there, right? Yeah. And well, we, you know, we did it for short. It was NJIT, but uh, yeah, just, it was, it was an hour from where I grew up. So, you know, made the commute a little bit easier, um, did men's and women's basketball and, and yeah, that's what I, uh, I was trying to get more full season baseball jobs and spent the off season, you know, in hotel rooms, traveling with the basketball team, but applying for minor league baseball jobs. And you applied for a ton of them. 250 emails in a span of five days. Couldn't really sleep. Uh, you know, just a battle of insomnia and I wanted to make it productive. So, <laughs> so, so the, the insomnia actually helped in that situation. Yeah. Now you're going to get a job with the Huntsville stars, double a team, but you also had a unique opportunity to broadcast in Australia. How did that come about and how much fun and what did you learn down there? Well, first of all, it was a lot of fun. Um, It was probably the best three months of my entire life. It was like studying abroad, but just baseball instead of academics. So it was incredible, but uh, the opportunity just, I won't say fell into my lap, but I got pretty lucky. So uh, I was a broadcaster for the Huntsville Stars for two years. Uh, then they got sold then became the Biloxi Shuckers and didn't have a broadcaster for one year. So I kind of shifted my path and went to Oakland, California, was a broadcast media relations assistant uh, for the Oakland Athletics for a summer in 2014. Uh, just kind of re- reconfigured my broadcast. You know, when you're a broadcaster at 23, 24 years old and you do 140 games by yourself, like I was in Huntsville, you develop good habits, but you also develop bad habits. So I thought, you know, at that time it was a really good reset. Um, when I was out in California, Craig Durham, who uh, broadcasted for the Mobile Bay Bears in the Southern League with the Huntsville Stars, he was out in Australia. He called me and said, you know, I just had a great year out here with the Melbourne Aces. I'm going to head back home. Me and my girlfriend were moving back to Canada. Are you interested? It took me like three seconds to say yes. It took me a week to get interviewed. It took me a week to get hired. And then I got my visa and then I got on a flight. So it was really all that quickly. Wow. That, 
And and again, you know, you don't really think about Australia really being a baseball kind of hotbed. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, probably wasn't the fifth most popular sport. It might have been the 10th. Uh, <laughs> but you go out there and yeah, I remember the first game that I called. It was double play. Six, four, three, double play. And one of the listeners like, what is a six, four, three, double play? What does that mean? They don't know. Uh, it was kind of like baseball one on one to them. So. I kind of learned that, you know, the common denominator of fan is not like you and it's not like me who's baseball rabbit fan base, like watches, listens to every game. You have to appeal to every single type of listener. And that might be somebody who doesn't know the game. That might be somebody who just wants to hear their son's name or grandson's name or significant other's name on the broadcast. So you have to appeal to everybody. And I think that summer or summer out there, winter out here, taught me that there is more than just one general fan to baseball, and you have to appeal to everybody. Now, you get that job broadcasting for the Iowa Cubs in 2018, and yep. I will tell you, Alex, I've been, I've been out there to Principal Park, and, and it is a very dedicated fan base. I remember talking to so many people from Iowa at different Cubs conventions. When did you realize that the Iowa Cubs job was different than a lot of other minor league jobs? That's a great question. Uh, it was, uh, so my first year was 2018, as you said, uh, August, 2018. Uh, and I remember that because, you know, the Iowa Cubs really struggled in 2018, one of the worst teams in minor league baseball record wise. Uh, but August came around and Chris Bryant came on a major league rehab stint and on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at principal park, when the team was 40 games under 500, I think we averaged like 10,300 fans per game. It was insane. Uh, and, and that's when I realized, like, whoa, like this is, you know, most of the time, August, end of the year, team is bad. You're lucky to get 1,000 fans or where I was at prior to that in double A, single A baseball. Uh, but to get 10,000 plus fans on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night, albeit for a rehab, I mean, that was pretty special to see. Yeah, that, that'll definitely play, right? And so when you're kind of looking at all of this, you get to Iowa. And Alex, you know, I, I, I find myself trying to really learn about people. And I didn't know this about you. And I'm kind of upset about this. Don't be upset. You, you, you settle down. You, you meet a nice girl. You're going to get engaged. And then all of a sudden, you somehow end up on HGTV's <laughs> house hunters. Yeah. A picture of you and your lovely wife. How on God's green earth did that happen? And and I got to find this. I got to watch it on YouTube or something. Well, all right, Crawley. It is uh, season 199, episode uh, 13, Long Distance Dilemma in Des Moines. It is 22 minutes. You'll never get back, but never forget. Um, yeah, so it was actually on my birthday in 2020. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
uh, Tessa, my you know fiance at that time, uh, now wife, woke up and just like, hey, I'm going to apply for us to be on HDTV. And we're like, all right. I'm like, fine. Knock yourself out. Online application. Go do it. And I don't care. Uh, t- yeah, about 15 days later, we get a call saying like, hey, you know, you're interested in House Hunters. I mean, sure. Why not? Uh, did the interview. And then two weeks later, they were filming in Des Moines. So it was five days of filming. They took us to three homes. We got one. And yeah, yeah, we're still in the house and we're married. And, you know, contrary to popular belief or what Twitter believes, because I got absolutely eviscerated. Uh, we're happy and everything's good. So. <laughs> All righty. So as you're sitting here, right, you know, and once the Cubs start having marquee that comes out 2020, it's now evolved where they're really kind of bringing all the Cubs affiliates, you know, games, broadcasting. What's it like knowing when you when you got to broadcast a, a big game and you know that there's been so many interesting prospects that people are watching? Yeah. You know, that team you had last year, absolutely unbelievable. And you know everybody's watching. How do you kind of prepare for that kind of game as opposed to, say, a regular game like on a Tuesday night with a smaller crowd? Well, you just have to make it, you know it... – bring comparisons to the Chicago Cubs. I mean, it's not just Iowa Cubs, win or lose, you know, those nine innings. When we're broadcasting to the marquee audience, how this team applies to the Chicago Cubs. You know, the I-80 shuffle, are guys going to get called up? Um, Are there injuries at the big league level? Are we around the trade deadline? So are these guys getting dealt? You know, are they in trade rumors? So it's a much more broad broadcast, um, especially being the affiliate right below the Chicago Cubs. You really have to be in tune with what the big league team is doing, how healthy they are, what their pitching rotation is like, how guys are hitting against righties, how they're hitting against lefties. And then comparing that to the guys at the AAA level, you know, if there's a deficiency up in the big leagues, how the Iowa Cubs will be able to counter that. If they're doing some things well, how they can help the big league club. Now, Alex, I, I know that you've called some spring training games for the on the radio for 670, yeah. the score. Obviously, you've called, like we said, we talked, you called some games on marquee. And, mm-hmm. you know, you sometimes, you know, when you're by yourself, you're doing, you know, just the broadcast just on your own. Yeah. Other times that when like the score and marquee are involved, you have different partners. What have you learned uh, from some of the partners you've gotten to work with so far? Yeah, so uh, doing the spring training games last year for the score, doing the first one, uh, just being able to listen to Ron Coomer for three hours was like baseball tutorial right there. I mean, he has more information and more experience in his you know, pinky finger than I do in my entire brain. So just you know, being able to get as much as I possibly can out of the color analysts. I mean, Ron Coomer played. Ryan Dempster played. Jim Deshays played. I played high school baseball. So there's a very <laughs> clear difference between what they've been able to experience at the big league level, them being in spring training, them being in those locker rooms, them, you know, waiting for those, you know, 25, 26 man rosters to finally be announced. So I think the fans want to hear them talking about that more than me talking about that. So just being able to use their experience, what they've gone through um, and their baseball background of the broadcast advantage. It just seems like whoever you work with, you're having a good time, whether it's Elise or, you know, Demp or, or, or Coomdog, you know, Coomdog's memory, like it just blows my mind. Like the minutia details. It's, like it's absolutely insane. Like, I feel like I could go to Ron Coomer and be like, all right, take me through this at bat of June of 1993. And he'd be like, oh yeah, three, two pitch, gave me a slider in the dirt and I hit it the opposite way. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I mean, and there's a lot of baseball people like that, but yeah, Coom is just so intelligent and he makes things so easy on a play-by-play broadcaster because 
He genuinely loves the game. He loves the direction that the game is going in. So having somebody that's that positive about, one, baseball, two, the Cubs organization, I mean, it just makes for that much more pleasant broadcast. Now, I know that the AAA is very different from other levels of minor leagues because a lot of the players are shuttling back and forth to the big league club and not – and obviously, you know, the ultimate goal of AAA isn't to win the championship. It's to kind of keep feeding those talented players up to the major league to help the major league roster out. But, Alex, I'm just putting this out here. We had the, what, South Bend Cubs win it all in 2020. What was it? Two? 20, yeah, 22. You got it. 22. And then yeah. you had Tennessee and Mick Gillespie on the call, 2023. BK and Max had it in 2022. There's a group, and, and, and you know, they've been moving up together. And, yeah, some of the guys like PCA are going to move up there, but there's a lot of depth. Do you ever think of that possibility of calling an Iowa Cubs championship Yeah, game? man, I, I want another ring. I, I got my wedding ring, and it's great, but I, I would love a, a 2024 Iowa Cubs uh, International League Championship or Pacific yeah, or, or AAA Baseball Championship ring. So, um, yeah, it definitely crosses my mind. I mean, this minor leagues, you know, situation that the Cubs are in right now in 22 and 23 they've shown two things they've shown that they can hit and they've shown that they can win so that happened at the high a level happened at the double a level and you know just with the progression hopefully that happens at the triple a level oh man uh, you know we were pretty lucky last year we were two and oh when we came and visited you we had a where we you got a- to walk off Got to see the Alex, yeah, the, the walk-off was Alex Rios. And you know, Edwin Rios, yep. Edwin Rios, and then we yep. got to see the uh, opening day massacre. You guys pounded them. Yep. And so we were we were 2-0. We had some we had some good luck. So I'm hoping that this year we can come back down and visit you because, you know, it, it is really a lot of fun down in Iowa. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, you know, when, before I ever came, you know, went to an Iowa Cubs game, I was like, hey, what, what's going to be in Des Moines? It's pretty, it's a fun city. You guys have a lot going on. And especially after the game, everyone just kind of rolls together. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And and I, I'm well aware of my biases, but there is no better minor league atmosphere that I've been around in 15 years than a Friday night fireworks, June, July at Principal Park. When you get 10,000, 11,000 people there, you got to see the walk-off home run from Evan Rios. So when the Cubs win, I mean, it's, it's special, man. It really is. It's a special atmosphere, and it's something that you know. I've been here for six years, about to be seven, and it's and it's not a broadcast situation, not an organization that I take for granted. Well, Alex, you know the the article is in Baseball Digest, and it, it's I encourage everybody to read it because a lot of your um, coworkers and superiors just had some of the really nicest things to say, and I'm not going to do it right now over here to get your ego any bigger, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I would say that just they were very accurate in their description of what Thank you do because you're so good at what you do. And, and we are so blessed to have just amazing affiliates all the way up and down, amazing broadcasters. And, and to get that award, that's got to be a lot of fun. Alex, do me a favor and tell our listeners where they can find you on the socials. Yeah, you could find me at uh, on Twitter at Voice of Cohen 2. Uh, you should go on the feed now. I was going back and forth with the fan talking about why Ian Happ is a top 10 left fielder in Major League Baseball right now. So, uh, yeah, at Voice of Cohen 2, uh, Instagram at Voice of Cohen. And then you can always check out uh, iowacubs.com at iowacubs, uh, where we have all of our stuff pretty conveniently located. So, And, and you brought up a really great point. Uh, you know, the Cubs minor league system is loaded with stack broadcasters. Mick Gillespie, a minor league broadcaster of the year, uh, Ballpark Digest as well. So we're part of that tight-knit fraternity. But also, you know, Max and BK do such a great job at South Bend. And then Sam in South Bend, or Sam in uh, Myrtle Beach, he's awesome. So, 
Uh, we're really, really lucky. Also, shout out Richie Giuliani. Did a great job in Tennessee along with Nick, too. So, uh, you know, everyone has, has made baseball really, really fun, starting with Pat Hughes and Boog up top uh, to everybody in the minor league system. So we're pretty lucky. Absolutely. And I look forward to hearing your calls this summer. And, and I'm, I'm going to be waiting to next next year in Mesa to see you get the ring on, on your finger. All right. That's right, baby. We're, we'll get my my ring fitted. We'll get my uh, hopefully my fingers shrink a little bit. They're kind of swollen. But uh, no, I, I appreciate it, Carl. I appreciate all the support. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at Principal Park this year. Absolutely, my friend. You take care. Thanks, man.